Hi folks, the podcast you are about to listen to is our conversation with Deputy Vice Leader of the Socialist Party in Portugal and friend of the pod, Joe Pina. Um, we were actually made a patron-only podcast when Joe jumped in on the Zoom, so um, this went out immediately to the patrons. You're going to hear just the, the Joe piece. Um, if you want the full thing, it's available on patreon.com forward slash tortoiseshack. Reminder that we are live in the Sugar Club on March 6th. Uh, tickets are available now on Eventbrite. Click the link in the pod, you'll probably get them there. Uh, looking forward to that. Hope to see lots of people at that. Um, and the reason I'm putting this out now is obviously because Seen, hearing a lot of stuff about there's no alternative, there's no way out. Joe's party just won a majority against the odds in Portugal. It's the third time they've been elected and each time they've increased their vote share. And they are very definitely of the left and centre left, as he'd put it. Um, and I think it's an inspiration to all to see that, that they're actually delivering the same rights of economic growth while managing their budgets, while, while making affordable housing and doing things that we would only dream of here without inviting in as much foreign capital, predatory capital. So yeah, I decided to put it out now. Um, thanks for the feedback uh, on my little appearance on, on the TV. Thanks for all your support and uh, enjoy this podcast because Joe just gives you a boost talking to the man. He's, he's pure optimism. As promised, folks, we are back with our friend, uh, the deputy vice leader of the Socialist Party in, in Portugal, a uh, regular contributor here, and uh, now um, re-elected again with with a, a result that went, how do I put this? None of the pollsters saw it coming, and I don't, and I don't, even some of the pollsters in Ireland who are watching closely said, yet another example of how you can't trust the polls. Joe Pina, Joe, great to talk to you, and congratulations. Thank you. Uh, welcome for the, uh, thank you for the invitation again. It was a very hard-earned victory that that give, make us all proud, and we hope we are a beacon for other victories for the left in Europe to come. Because we can show that we, we combine leftish leftist politics with uh, um, uh, giving a good economy and good accounts and making the the best for the welfare of the people. Joe, um, we've we've spoken about this before, but I just want to go back to to for listeners who weren't aware, this wasn't uh, this was a snap election. This was not a, a planned election, and and it was called because at the time you were a part of a coalition government, and the fear was obviously we were in the pandemic was on was raging still, and you were trying to to see what is, and nobody thought when this when this government was taken down that you would have a majority government. So. First of all, two questions. Nobody, nobody saw thought this election was a good idea. They thought it was uh, it was going to be a mistake and it was going to cost you. Even your own there was your own prime minister spoke about you know having to build a coalition. So how did how did the result get turned on its head? And when did you know yourselves that that it was actually it had worked out for you? We only knew that worked out for us you know, on election night. To be honest. Uh, we, we had a coalition that worked well for four years. Uh, we, we took, took out austerity out of this country. We put the country back on track, growing and uh, giving the left-wing politics back to the people. And this worked for four years. And then we had elections in 2019. All the left-wing parties increased their scores. So we, we were thinking and, and redoing this for another four years. But we, we started to see some signs of erosion in, in the left parties, the left bloc and the communist party. And the pandemic started. And when, when we were at the worst part of the rage of the pandemic, um, the, um, the left, left parties on our left 
started chewing the rope and, and the, the, one of them voted against the budget last year. And then both of them uh, got, got united with the right wing and voted against the last budget, which means the government fell and we went, we went for elections. And the problem was that, and that happened actually, was the extreme right in my country due to the pandemic was on the rise. There was on the rise. And everyone was against these elections. Everyone was not parties for those left parties to uh, voted against us. And, but the polls at some point became, became showing. Joe, you're breaking up there, pal. Tonight, just by saying, if we win the elections, it's going to be enough. So, and then we got lesson learned from the Portuguese people that went to vote massively. To give one example, in the middle of this raging pandemic, an, an extra half a million people went to vote than usual. So a lot of people came out to vote. They were not afraid of the pandemic to make, to make sure to deliver the vote on us. But for us, it was a huge expectation. Uh, now is that I'm getting calls. Sorry, uh, you're okay. You mentioned that the right um, were were on the rise, and they very definitely were because they've gone from one seat to eleven, Joe, and that is something that 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 has that is not a victory for for uh, the left for the left wing as a whole. No, 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 no. Uh, of course not. And 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 the and the and the question is is that we are talking our our extreme right is the most extreme right you can get. I think they are even more right wing than Front Nacional than Vox in Spain. They are they are anti rights. They are anti women's rights. They are anti LGBT rights. They want they want to abolish the constitution, abolish the parliament, give make a presidential where the president decides alone. I do, those guys are the most crazy as you can get. You know, the they, they are racist. They are homophobic. They are the worst kind that we ever got. But also, to be honest, I think that work as an antidote. Because when the voter went to vote last Sunday, they, they, they got two alternatives. To reinforce my party or to accept the fact that if the right wing was going to win, they will be part of the government. And no one wanted the extreme right, the neo-Nazis in the Portuguese government. And that scared people. And I, and I think the attendance of vote in that night was precisely because people got scared that the alternative to Costa was precisely putting neo-Nazis in, in our government. Uh, Joe, we, we've spoken before about the, the politics in your country, and it somewhat resembles or resembled Ireland in that you had two uh, centre-right parties that basically swapped governance and then a desperate group of the left came together a, a very mixed coalition you've now survived i think it's two challenges really you've survived at this stage and you now have the majority and the majority so i think it's a long time since we've had a majority socialist <laughs> government anywhere in europe anywhere, yeah. how does it make you feel it makes it makes feel with a huge responsibility. First of all, the left wing parties that, that broke the coalition lost seventy percent of the votes. So so the, the, the voter did not forgive them. I give you an example. The left bloc went from nineteen MPs to five. The Communist Party lost half of their MPs and half of the votes, and because the, the the deal was working great for everyone, and 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 we presented a very left wing budget, and they used like some kind of bullshit excuses to vote against just just to provoke this election because they thought that 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 they would they would reinforce themselves uh in the snap election and and that worked precisely against them 
And for us, we, we were always hopeful that the people will recognize the kind of government that we have. We never expected, I give, I, in, my, in my opinion, to be honest, if the polls were putting us in an absolute majority, we'll, we will not have get the absolute majority. Because, because the, usually, usually we say the power corrupts, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And, and, uh, and people are afraid of the previous experience in absolute majorities. And, um, and we need to, we need to be a beacon in the way that we govern from now on. Uh, the prime minister also said that absolute majority is not a closed majority and the path of dialogue and construction bridges will continue with this, with this majority and in other circumstances, of course, but we'll, we'll continue that sense because, because now Portugal, we, we, are, we, we won't allow to be blackmailed by any party because we have an absolute majority. But to be honest, Portugal is now growing five and a half percent a year. Unemployment is record low, as if this the debt has come as lowest as it has been in twenty years. So th these are e economic figures that are brought by the left wing government, and 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 people still look at the the, the government, the left governing the same way as Margaret Thatcher, spending money, spending money, spending money, spending money, and the socialism runs out when the money runs out. No. We can have good, good accounts and put back to the people. The minimum wage increased 40% in our last mandate. F since the socialists are in power, the, social, the, the minimum wage has increased 40%. We are low, lowering taxes. The pandemic is, is, com is coming over. We have a strong package from EU for reconstruction after the pandemic. And we are very hopeful this, this, this next mandate of the socialists in my country can be epic. As long as we keep the dialogue and we, we do not allow ourselves to be drunk with power and, and, and start derailing from our track. What were the, the key issues in the election, Joe? The, the key issues was, first of all, keeping what people already have and the gains that we have in the last six years, because the left wing was promising nothing. They said the increase of minimum wage will stop. The taxes will lower for the rich. The, 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 the right wing want, wanted to start exploring a flat tax, which means a flat tax is having the rich paying less and, and the poor paying uh, or more. A flat, a flat, uh, this, a flat this, rate tax. A flat rate so, tax. So, so basically they wanted to look at, at, at the, uh, it's a, it's a fairly strong right wing trope to have a, a 20% flat tax across everybody. In Portugal, they wanted 15. Why not be as good as Ireland? Let's <laughs> not be as good as Ireland. Yeah. Because because the right wing the right wing likes to argue a lot a lot um, about the the increase of wealth. They look at Estonia. They look at Ireland. They look and and I keep seeing the same things. Like like if a guy has two chickens and the other one have none, by average each one has a chicken. And and, yes. and 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 having GDP per capita, I usually say that the country in Africa with the largest GDP per capita it's Equatorial Guinea. Go there and see the life that people have there. The yeah. dictator has everything, but Per capita, everyone has twenty thousand dollars. So, so that's 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 the kind. Of, when you look at people as numbers, that that's when when the rich get better and the poor get worse. So, so they wanted to freeze increases of pensions. They want, and people got afraid. And and then when when we started seeing that if the Nazis enter the government, even the basic rights, like they want to ban divorce, they want they they, they want to they want to uh, abolish free education. They want to abolish our national health system, like making everyone like a, the American style. Everyone has a health insurance and, and take care of yourself. They want to put, they want to have the higher education system because in, in Portugal, our tuition fees are very low. The same as UK. You pay your entire degree in higher education, then you have a debt for in your entire life. 
that's the kind of things that scared most of the people in my country. Yeah, Joe, if I can ask the, the, the opposite question, though, and I, and I think that it is something that we need to keep an eye, like 11 from one to 11 seats is something people have to be very cognizant of, of how the, the battle for, for um, ideology and making lives better. So that's the onus on you guys now that you have a mandate is to do that. But I would also ask you, why specifically do you feel the other parties of what what are probably called the harder left, you know, the the the, the more the more you you would be more center left compared to the to the to the to the hard left. Why why would they not um continue to support you guys? What was what was the main crux of of the di- of points of dif- difference between you guys? They they kept saying that 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 we we were not we were not ambitious enough. And the question is, there's there's a struggle. That's why. Uh, I think it's the main difference between totally left and being being center left. It's called govern, governing with responsibility. The Communist Party said that they voted against the budget because they wanted a 30% increase of the minimum wage in one year. So when, when the business was struggling, leaving the pandemic, let's increase the minimum wage in 30% in one year, which was not feasible at all. They wanted pension increase in 12%, stuff like that. So, so our conflict became on that. And for four years in the previous mandate, we managed to say... We, you want more, we cannot give as much, let's have a compromise in the middle. And then in this mandate, they just lost the will to compromise. We, they, we kept saying, we cannot offer more than this because this is what the, common, the, the, what the economy can stand. And they said, we don't care about the economy, we need to increase this, 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 and that. And we want to lower uh, gasoline prices to half. And I said, but gasoline prices is what pays pensions in Portugal and have, have an electric car, the, use public transportation because we lower the, our monthly pass in public transportation by 75%. A person that was paying almost 200 euros um, uh, per month to, to ride the bus or the better, now, now they pay 40. Because this is left-wing to, to, to be ecological, environmental, use public transportation. And, and, that's, and, and there were some signs of... of the, they were tired of, of um, having the will to negotiate. And, and then at some point we said, okay, we cannot go more than that because we will we'll abandon our matrix if, if we destroy the economy because if we do this in two years, our economy will be destroyed again. And we are on the good track and, and, and people should know that the best way is to have money to help people is a growing economy as well. We understand that. We, we, we are, we, we follow the, the, the complete words of Olaf Palm. I don't want to reach to cry. I want to poor to be, to, to laugh. That's the main difference. That's, that's, that's why we usually say the difference between us and the communists that we both want an equal society, but they want an equal society by killing the rich. We want an equal society by ending poverty. That's the main difference that it's called leveling, leveling, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, like in, in Ireland, I look and we say we, we need more wealth redistribution. We see an economy that is booming. But if you were, if you remove multinationals and you remove um, the financial services, our, our real GDP didn't really grow. And despite the, us, us actually having a better GDP than Portugal. So so we have not just a, a two track system in Ireland anymore. We now have a tree because we have for, for, foreign foreign multinationals. Then we have the services industries in, in, in finance. And then we have people who are working in service level jobs or, or and they, and, and they, they are very much now, I think a majority of households now rely on, um, a form of rent assistance to pay their rent every, 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 to the point, Joe, where we now spend one billion a year to people who are working to pay rent, um, to cover rent. Now, it's- what, 
So, yeah, so, so, yeah. so cost of living in, in Portugal. I'm going to ask the big question that everybody's asking around, around Europe and the globe at the moment. What is inflation like? What, what, how, how are you guys being impacted by that? We are, we, we are still uh, uh, on the lowest inflation in Europe. We, our inflation is around, I think, 1.4% only. Where some countries like Germany, I think it's raging already in five, six. They are already on that track as well. So far, and the, the signs from the Bank of Portugal say that the inflation in Portugal should not be higher than 3%. And I agree with you because, because the, the Irish model was discussed by the right wing very much here. You know, the kind, the kind, when, when they use factors like, like GDP per capita and, and the total GDP based on that, I said, but that's not the real GDP. One, one board that we, we, we showed during the elections is that when, when, when we not compare the GDP, but compare the buying power of average Irish citizen, it, it's not that much different from the rest of Europe. Because, because when you use the salaries of, of Ireland, of the average worker to buy basic income, rent, stuff like that, utilities, energy, stuff like that, the, the, there's, they, they are struggling the same way as we are. But Portugal has now a problem. That, that's, we should address that, is that we, we have people that work, but they are still poor. They work, but they are still poor. They struggle every day, especially in the big cities. Why? Because rents are skyrocketing. And, and, and because we are trying to solve that by increasing the minimum wage, everyone said in Portugal, the right thing said, if you ever increase minimum wage, you are going to have skyrocket unemployment. And use this as an example. Portugal has increased the minimum wage 40% and our unemployment is at the lowest as it has been in the last 20 years. So first, right thing theory, down. Then the state needs to now address the young couples and people that, that try to make a living and struggle a lot. One thing that, that the Portuguese is going to do is that we are going to invest billions, billions in affordable housing. The, the only way to put the rents down, it's not going after the, the guys that have the Airbnbs, is saying that, that your expensive houses with expensive rents are not the last resort to young couples because the state can guarantee a reasonable house for a reasonable. We are, because what happened is in the last 15 years, the state and the municipalities have not done that. And we, we are, we are starting to have a, a, a hugely ambitious program to have dozens of thousands of houses that we are going to build in cities, basically all around the country to have affordable houses, not social uh, houses. Joe, 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 can I ask on that? Here's, here's the, here's the question for you. Who's, pay, how are you financing, um, your, your, your housing, um, plans? Because, you know, are you are you inviting in international capital, or or are the government borrowing and using developers for, within Portugal? No, we we are using developers to develop. Yes, where the money comes from, we it, it it's a matter of choices because from from the money that we are getting from EU, the what what Tony Costa calls the bazooka, which is the money that, that is coming to to help rebuilding after the pandemic. Every country had the, to make their own choices where the money is going to be spent. And in many countries, and, and that was brought up also during the campaign, that that money should be give, give to companies because it's companies that made jobs and blah, 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 blah. And what we said is that, no, 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 we are going to help companies because everything the state does, it's hired to companies. So the money will end up in companies nevertheless. But the politics of where the money is spent of, on, on, the, on the origin of that is, is going to be issued by the government. So we are, we are, we are investing in people. We are investing in digitalization, 5G, fiber optic all over the country, uh, to, to make sure that, that people can move wherever in the country and cannot be crowded in the big cities to have their job. We, we, we are putting a lot of money in, in the incentivizing 
shift of uh, working place so that people can move to the interior of the country and still keep their jobs. We are going to help companies on that as well. And also environment and a, an ambitious um, housing building where, where our main concern is not social housing. Like I said, it's affordable housing for middle class. Yeah, but when you say, sorry, Martin, I know you want to come in, but when, again, if I, if, if, I don't know if it's a fair question, but do you know approximately how much funds from the EU exactly from the, if this is the, the, the pandemic recovery fund that the EU has offered to, to countries in, in recovery. How much approximately are Portugal, um, uh, going to get from that fund? 16 billion euros. Wow. Can I, can 16. I, did you know how much Ireland is getting? Nope. We're putting more in than we're getting out because because our our because uh, because you know why because, because you are a rich country yes you, but you are rich you have leprechaun IGDP. economics that's, Le- that's, that's, leprechaun economics leprechaun economics that's the point we are getting sixteen billion yeah I know I think listeners need to hear that because we're paying in more because our our two tier tax avoidance economy has effectively said we don't qualify for any money that's right uh, and, their gdp is too high tony yeah and 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 we're we're so no wonder we we were cutting literally cutting off our nose to spite our face as they say um but i i, I just think and it was also one point you made yeah which was quite which is quite as usual you're always you always tell it to us you say it as it is you mentioned the working poor and people work in ireland it's impolite to say martin isn't it that we that we, you know you go oh it's 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 not nice to say that the, that we have people who who our we have we have two wages we have the minimum wage and we have what the government called the living wage and the living wage is already i think 1 euro 50 cent less than what the living wage is so by definition a lot of our people are already even though they're working are are by definition poor i i thought the most interesting aspect of what joe has said is that you're going to try and depopulate the cities you're going to try and move people i think that's really interesting that books the trend for the rest of europe particularly for ireland where they have come back and said get back into the city the, in my country, what happened was what? We got the lesson during the pandemic. And the lesson we got during the pandemic is that when everyone was forced to go home because we were, we were on lockdown, people, they, some of them stay in the cities, of course, but people went to their grandparents' house in, in, the, in the rural part, in the countryside. I, almost the entire country is as uh, fiberotic, so you, you could work basically from everywhere. What we needed to shift was the mentality of the employer to, to, to realize that, that that person can be as productive from doing his job from 150 kilometers away and, and actually not showing to the office every day and spending energy and stuff like that. Actually, at the end, we have some studies about it. It saves money to the employer. And then, and then we force the employers also to, to give some, some special benefits to, to, the, to those, those. Because the main problem of the work in the big cities is that imagine a couple with both of them in the minimum wage. Half of that goes to rent. And then, and then I give one example. In the municipalities in the interior of the country, the municipalities, because they want more people there, they pay your kids' activities. They pay your, your kids' daycare. They pay all those things. They are all subsidized. In the big cities, they are not. They are because there are not enough places and there's too much competition for the same places. So, so people realize that, okay, I'm a worker. I get 1,200. I'm, I, if I'm allowed to move to a different municipality in the rural part of the country, if I don't pay daycare to my children, if I don't pay all, all the kinds of things that, that I usually expense that I have in the big city, I will actually have a huge race every month because now I can afford a living. 
And, and because the problem is the pressure that you put in big cities makes sure that a, a person with the same wage in, in Lisbon or in, a, in a, an, another kind of city, it's completely different in what comes to, to the net income at the end of the month. That, that's why another thing that we are going to put, it's, it's, a, it's a promise that we are going to keep, is that to help to, to, to increase the number of births in Portugal, we are going to have free a kindergarten and free daycare for all the children in the country. It's going to be phased over three years, but I, ho I hope that in three years from now, no, no parents in my country will pay for, for kindergarten or, or childcare in my country. It will, it's going to be free for everyone. Joe, um, I, I, just one more thing now, because I think you started with the fact that, you know, um, your, your, your boss, the prime minister said, um, said that, you know, that just because you've got a majority now doesn't mean that you don't continue to dialogue. You don't, you don't, um, you don't continue to, to push. Um, when we first spoke to you a few years ago, you know, we were talking about this loose coalition of the left and then how that strengthened after the first election. And now, now you've gone to the point where you've got that majority. But the big challenge now, as I see it, is quality of living for people in Portugal. Things like rent um, and, and the issues. Do you, do you guys have issues with, say, maybe rent controls or rent freezes and evictions? What, what are the situations there? I'm just very conscious that in an Irish context, we have huge problems with our property market as, because we, first of all, we look at it as a market and not a way where people get a home. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we had some problem for some years because we, we had a very strong investment in, in, because of our boom of tourism, uh, a lot, a lot of, um, aggressive investment in, uh, in, um, in getting houses in city center where you, you, no one wanted to live there, only old, old people living there. And for one or two years, we have a problem of evictions, almost forced evictions, not renewal of rent contracts, stuff like that. When, when we started seeing that not from a good investment, but become vultures, we we changed the the rent law and now and now first of all first of all you cannot evict people if they are living there for more than some years you cannot the the the, the amount of rent you can increase it's ruled by law so the landlord can cannot increase the rent as he pleases i give one example you pay 400 euros of rent on the next year it can it can only increase i think is one 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 and a half percent so it can, it, can, it cannot come to you and say next year is going to be double no it cannot do that by law because we need to protect our, uh, those people as well. And also, we passed quotas for, for aggressive investment in Airbnb, which means that, that as soon as a neighborhood increases a uh, percentage of the total amount of houses in that neighborhood, you cannot have more of those things in that area. This to make sure that diversity is still, is still met and that, and that we, we have at least some, lo some, some loss to, con to, to control. Rent control, for, for us, we, we do not rent control. We, we, we control the increase of rent. It's not the same. Because, because Portugal, like I said, if you want to be, do left-wing politics, we need to, to get money. Money comes from taxes. Taxes come from people that, that brings wealth. So it's, it, this balance, between the, which is always a very thin balance that we need to have in our economy, I think that the way we manage it, it's actually the reason of the Portuguese success. And actually, that was what was recognized by all the voters in, on last Sunday, because we got a huge um, vote of confidence of people getting out to vote uh, in massive numbers in the middle of the pandemic to make sure that they, they were telling us we are on the, the right track. And about the ruling with an absolute majority in dialogue, I give you a notice. Costa was previously the mayor of Lisbon, and he won twice with an absolute majority. And still, with an absolute majority, is one of the few cases 
that every time in every year in the budget or the, the main choices of the municipality, he always called the opposition, had meetings and dialogue with them, and, and welcome a lot of proposals from, from the, 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 the opposition. So he, uh, Costa actually is one of the few politicians in my country that has a history track of dialogue with the opposition, even not needing to. Joe, we are delighted for you. And we were delighted to see. I can, I, 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 I welcome you next time with more time, not just for some conferences. Some people come to Lisbon, and 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 next time you, you, both of you come here so that you, I, I can show you the, the socialist paradise that you live right on. Take your time because this this mandate is going to last four and a half years. Yeah, I <laughs> know that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Congratulations! And, have, and also, a, a final thing. A final thing. Portugal was in instability and, and people were looking that for the next years, we are going to have elections every one and a half years, every, every two years. And, and the voter also gave a strong uh, um, saying that we want stability. We are tired of elections, of going to elections, of not knowing if the budget is going to pass every year. So that was the vote that we, we are welcome. We are very grateful. Let's be um, uh, as high as the task that it was given to us. Ciao. Thanks for coming on and talking with us. Thank you again. We do hope let's, to see let's, you. Let's, let's talk from it. time to time to make a balance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's make it this year that we, we meet up and we will absolutely tour the socialist paradise that is now Portugal. Well done. Four and a half years. Keep it going. Cheers, Thank folks. you very much. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, uh, we, 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 we are, we're always, we're always thrilled to get to talk to Joe. And, um, you did share with us that Joe, you shared with me the picture of the moment you got, you got to tell the prime minister that you'd got a, a majority. And I, I won't lie. I was beaming ear to ear looking at it. So yeah, I, 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 it was, it was a magic moment and it's lovely to see that. Thanks so much for listening, folks. We will talk to you all very, very soon. Take care. Bye bye. Tony and Martin, Martin and Tony, speaking to interesting people only. It's the Echo Chamber podcast. Subscribe now on Patreon.